Hey, brothers and sisters. I wanted to get on here and do a follow-up video of my video that I made about something big is coming and everything that's going on with Russia and dreams that brothers and sisters and myself have had of Russia and attacking America and everything. The sister, Kim Fisher, is the one who sent me this picture a sister in Christ had sent to her. And I brought up this solar eclipse, uh, starting with the one that happened in 2017, that happened to pass through seven cities of Salem. This solar eclipse that is coming up on April 8th will pass through cities called Nineveh. And the partial solar eclipse intersects with the solar eclipse on April 8th at the city of Jonah. Also, the Ark Encounter in Kentucky is right next to where the solar eclipses from 2017 and the one coming up on April 8th intersect. And also a city that is nicknamed Rapture is in this intersection as well. And it's not seen here on this map, but where these two solar eclipses cross is a city called Little Egypt. I do not believe that any of this is a coincidence, and I definitely believe it is a sign to our nation, just as many scholars believe a solar eclipse was the sign that preceded coming judgment on the city of Nineveh. And many people living in that city, when they saw that sign, they did repent. But then years later, they turned away from God again and were ultimately judged and judgment fell upon their nation. As Jesus said in his day, before he went to the cross, that no sign would be given except the sign of the prophet Jonah referencing his death, that he would be buried, and then three days later he would rise again, just like Jonah was in the belly of the whale. I also think that this could be a sign of coming judgment on this current adulterous and wicked generation. Jonah was giving the people in Nineveh a warning, a 40-day warning, and he said, yet 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. This total solar eclipse will be taking place on April 8th of this year, and it will pass through Jonah, Texas, and through several towns and cities bearing the name of Nineveh, also passing through Rapture, Indiana. 40 days after this eclipse will be the eve of Pentecost, which is the birth of the church age when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the disciples. I did a little bit of research and there are just a little over 40 locations called Salem here in the United States. So one could say that it's just a coincidence that the eclipse from 2017 passed through seven Salem since there are a good number of them but this eclipse on April 8th, 2024, passes through seven cities or locations called Nineveh. And what's fascinating is that 
these locations are all lined up exactly on the path of this eclipse. There are no other locations called Nineveh. There are only these locations that you see here, and all of them are in the path of the eclipse. All seven. This to me is nothing short of a miracle for these locations to be named Nineveh and then perfectly aligned in the path of this eclipse. So here are all of the locations in America called Salem and there's just over 40 uh, locations called Salem. But when you look up Nineveh, these are the only locations. And as you can see, really, these are the only, only locations throughout the world other than in Canada and one place in England. Is America the modern day Nineveh? It very well could be. Many people can argue that it's superstition to believe that this eclipse is significant or has deeper meaning, but it seems way too strategic. And of course, only the Lord God could orchestrate something of this sort from the heavens that lines up with these cities and locations here in America. Just thinking about this and just in all of how specific this sign is that there's no way that this could be a coincidence with everything that's happening right now with so many things converging worldwide. After seeing that picture, of the X of America and just thinking about this sign. I opened my Bible that morning to this very spot when I was going to try to find where I am in my devotion in the book of Mark. And I just opened my Bible to this and it immediately caught my attention and my eyes went to the words, the miserable ruin of Nineveh. And I couldn't believe it. I truly felt like it was significant. And so I wanted to read the entire book and not only seeing this title, The Miserable Ruin of Nineveh, but also the scripture to the left about the whirlwind and in the storm, which goes along with the dream that I had in January, which I'll get to in a little bit. I felt led to read this entire book of Nahum. I started in chapter one and read through the entire thing. And the Lord really impressed upon me the scripture here where it says, it's starting in verse two, God is jealous and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord hath his way in the whirlwind and in the storm and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea and maketh it dry and drieth up all the rivers. So here this reminded me of that dream where there was this storm, this tornado that tore through the house and the wall that I was in. And we went to seek refuge. And when we went to another neighbor's home, I realized that the storm wasn't really a storm. It was actually an enemy army 
Russian soldiers in an attack on American soil. And so I find it very interesting that here it talks about the destruction of Nineveh and it speaks of an enemy army and the people being led away captive. And it compares Nineveh, the city, as a woman and a woman being judged. And in my dream, this Russian soldier was coming after this woman and I heard in the dream she just left the door wide open for him and it talks about why the Lord is judging this nation it says because of the multitude of the whoredoms of the well-favored harlot the mistress of witchcrafts that selleth nations through her whoredoms and families through her witchcrafts this reminds me in the book of Revelation when it talks about mystery Babylon how she has deceived the nations by her witchcraft. These are the reasons that this nation is being judged. And the Lord is comparing this nation to a woman. And then in verse 13, it says, Behold, thy people in the midst of thee are women. The gates of thy land shall be set wide open unto thine enemies. The fire shall devour thy bars. And this reminds me of our borders being wide open for our enemies to enter through. But what's beautiful in the midst of all of this judgment and wrath, and it talks about how the mountains quake at him and the hills melt and the earth is burned at his presence and the world and all that dwell therein. And it says, who can stand before his indignation and who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire and the rocks are thrown down by him. But there's hope for those who trust in Jesus, who have taken refuge under the shadow of his wings, who are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. The wrath that was once upon us was laid upon Jesus and now we can escape the wrath of God and we can be kept safe in the rock, our fortress, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In verse 7 it says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. But with an overrunning flood, he will make an utter end of the place thereof, and darkness shall pursue his enemies. So for those who trust in the Lord and those who are his children, he is a good God. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble. He is our refuge, just like that verse that I woke up to after having that dream in Isaiah about the Lord being our refuge from the storm. So no matter what comes, we know that he is in control and we can trust in him and have faith and not fear the things that are coming upon this world. So I find it fascinating and I'm just now realizing this. I didn't realize it at the time, but this dream that I had of this storm taking refuge and saying um, that there were Russian soldiers coming and this woman who was taken captive by this Russian soldier, but she just left the door wide open for him. I had that dream January 7th sometime either that night or the next morning 
And in that dream, the first part of the dream, the midwife put the babies back in because they weren't quite ready. And I perceived in the dream that they were three months early. So she had to put them back in. Well, three months from January 7th, January 8th is April 7th, April 8th. It is the day of the solar eclipse over America. And when I had this dream, I was not even thinking about this eclipse at all. And it wasn't until much later when I made the video on that, that I saw posts about this coming eclipse and people were talking about it. And I really truly believed it went along with my dream just of something big coming and a warning to America, the sign for America of coming judgment. And so I included that in the video, but it still didn't hit me that the date of this eclipse was three months from that dream. It just did not occur to me until literally just now while I'm making this. I don't know quite what it means, but I don't think it can be a coincidence at all that I had this dream not knowing when that eclipse was or even thinking about it and just woke up and wrote this dream down and felt really led by the Lord and through many confirmations of his word that it was from him and that it was significant and then come to find out later that exactly three months later would be this eclipse, this seemingly huge sign for our country. It seems like the Lord is speaking so loud and clear and for me to wake up and see this in name of, literally it says the miserable ruin of Nineveh. And I see this image on the left. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord hath his way in the whirlwind and the storm and the clouds are the dust of his feet. And literally that dream was about a whirlwind and a storm against the wall. And the Lord gave me that scripture in Isaiah about a storm against the wall and how his people take refuge in him. It's just too, too much, too much to be a coincidence. And it seems so significant. And I, this was on my mind all day yesterday after Sister Kim sent that picture. And I had been really wanting for the past couple of weeks to come across an image showing these cities of Nineveh. I believed it, but personally couldn't really find an image of all of these cities lined up in the path of the eclipse because I wanted to share that with you guys. I felt like it was really significant. And then without even Kim knowing that I was desiring to find an image like that, I was looking but couldn't find anything that showed that path through those cities of Nineveh. And then she sends me this. So I truly believe that the Lord wants this message to get out there for people to repent and believe and trust in Jesus Christ because time is so short. Time is so short and God is just giving signs 
everywhere. As in the days of Noah, so it will be in the coming of the Son of Man. His coming is so soon, and this world is as is as in the days of Noah. We see perversion and just evil everywhere. If that's not sign enough, then look up at the skies. He is proclaiming these warnings. So many people are just completely oblivious to the signs of his coming and the season that we're in. And if you have not put your trust in Jesus, it is time to do that today. Today is the day of salvation. There is salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him. You will either have to pay for your sin or you can accept the free gift of salvation. When Jesus Christ paid for your sin, himself. He took the punishment of your sin on the cross. So either you take the punishment of your own sin or you allow the Lord and Savior to take it for you and you put your trust in him. No one can see the kingdom of heaven unless they be born again. And the only way to be born again is to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So I came across this article from Watchman Dan's channel and the title says the seven other planets in our solar system will form a line as the path of the Great American Eclipse of 2024 crosses America. The Great American Eclipse of 2024 is truly going to be a once in a lifetime event. A few days ago, I wrote about how this eclipse will pass over seven locations named Nineveh as it moves across our country since I wrote that article. I have also learned that the eclipse will go over a location in Texas named Jonah, too. That is pretty incredible. But what I have to share with you today is even more amazing. And then going down, it says, This information is so explosive. And I feel that it is important to try to get it out to as many people as possible before the eclipse arrives. So I can't hold it back any longer. Today I'm going to share with the whole world what I shared with my core subscribers last week. Since the Great American Eclipse of 2017, we have been waiting for the Great American Eclipse of 2024, and now it is less than two months away. On April 8th, the Great American Eclipse of 2024 will complete the giant X over America that the Great American Eclipse of 2017 started. Amazingly, on that exact day, the seven other planets in our solar system will line up in the sky. This is an extremely rare event, and it will never be seen again. So why am I so concerned about what is going on in the heavens? In Luke 21, 25, Jesus specifically told us that we should watch for signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars just prior to his return. And what I have to share with you today is absolutely amazing. During the month of April, so many things are going to be happening in the heavens. Let me start with things that are commonly known. On April 4th, just four days before the Great American Eclipse of 2024, there will be a planetary alignment that will involve four planets. The planetary alignment takes place on April 4th, 2024. It will feature four planets, Venus, Neptune, Saturn, and Mars. The planets will align in the morning sky. Venus, Saturn, and Mars will be visible to the naked eye, but you'll need a telescope or high-powered binoculars to see Neptune. 
half of the planets in our solar system will be aligned on that day, and that is pretty remarkable. In addition, there will be four planetary conjunctions during the month of April. On April 3rd, we will witness a conjunction of Venus and Neptune. On April 10th, we will witness a conjunction of Mars and Saturn. On April 20th, we will witness a conjunction of Jupiter and Uranus. And on April 29th, we will witness a conjunction of Mars and Neptune. But everything that I've just shared with you pales in comparison to a discovery that has been made by Rachel Baxter. In addition to our planet, there are seven other recognized planets in our solar system. In January, all seven of those planets, along with the sun and the moon, began to line up in the sky. This is different from a planetary alignment. During a planetary alignment, several planets appear to be stacked behind one another as one looks out from the Earth. But in this case, the other planets in our solar system are actually forming a straight line in the sky. This is how Rachel explained it in an email that she sent me. Beginning in January 2024, an alignment of the other seven planets began to take shape and will continue through mid-May. Opposite the earth, when looking from Jerusalem to the east, which I believe is the way the Lord keeps time with his planets, all seven recognized planets will line up in three constellations of Pisces, Aries, and Taurus. They will look to be in a line, not what people commonly think of as a planetary alignment, where the planets disappear into one bright light from our viewpoint. On April 8th, the sun, the moon, and the other planets in our solar system will appear to form a straight line in the sky when looking out from Jerusalem toward the east. The following is from a graphic that Rachel sent to me. And apparently, the frequency of something like this happening only happens once in 19, quote-unquote, 19 million years. And interestingly, looking out from the perspective of the sun on April 8th, several of the planets will actually form a V. So what does all this mean? I do not know. But I do believe that very, very unusual things are happening in the heavens right now. And Jesus did warn us that there would be signs in the sun and the moon and, the st and in the stars in the days just before his return. We truly are living in biblical times, and I expect global events to really escalate and accelerate once the winter is over. There are some who say that looking at this eclipse is superstition, and they totally discredit any kind of sign in the heavens today. But I do wonder if they would look at the eclipse that occurred at the time of Jonah and say the same thing. Or would they acknowledge that as a sign from God as it coincides with the warnings that Jonah gave to the people of Nineveh? But why acknowledge these signs in the heavens in the past and not acknowledge that there might be a possibility that the Lord still provides these signs in the heavens even today and even now to warn nations of what is coming. I think it would be better to say we can't possibly know if this is a sign, but to just write it off as superstition and discredit anything that is currently happening if it was a mere eclipse alone with absolutely no converging worldwide events then yes i would completely agree it could mean absolutely nothing but i think going as far as to say that 
something is superstition when it has so many of these pieces coinciding with it, I would be careful to write it off. These same believers that write off any kind of sign or dreams or visions just write it off and they throw it out. But I find it interesting that they believe all of the accounts all throughout scripture of how the Lord used signs and wonders in the heavens, where the sun stood still, where the magi followed the star, all of the eclipses and warnings of judgment to nations all throughout history and significant events followed by a lunar eclipse or solar eclipse and all of the miracles and dreams and visions all throughout scripture in every part of scripture even in the new testament where the lord spoke to his people i find it interesting that they believe every account of that but say that it can't possibly occur now that people couldn't possibly hear from god in any way but from scripture. And I just think it's sad to see it that way, to put God in a box and tell him you can only speak through the words of scripture. Of course, we are blessed to have the full canon of scripture. And 99.9% of the time, that is exactly how God speaks to us. It is the primary way that the Lord speaks to us through His Word. But I would be careful to say that that is the only way that God can speak and that God no longer uses the sun, the moon, and the stars to display His plan I would be very careful to say that because that is in fact why he created them for signs and for seasons and appointed times for warnings. I just find it hard to call these things superstition and mere coincidences given the timing of these with major, major world-changing events just like Alexander the Great conquering Persia, which was one of the greatest defeats in world history. And even Daniel foresaw this kingdom in the book of Daniel before it even happened. The night before one of the greatest battles in history, there was an eclipse of the moon. And although Darius saw this eclipse and many of his advisors and the Magi saw this as a sign, an omen of defeat. He refused to see it that way and actually ordered them to spread throughout the camp that it was actually a sign of their victory. Following that eclipse of the moon was a battle in which Darius lost and he fled from Alexander the Great. And it was one of the pivotal moments of Alexander the Great advancing his empire and taking over Persia. It's okay to say that these things possibly mean nothing and they've happened all throughout 
history. But when you combine it with the converging events that are happening right now, the American border being overrun, our nation just seeming to collapse more and more as the days go by, and all of the events worldwide, and combining it with all of these cities called Nineveh in the path of the eclipse, and all of these cities called Salem in the path of the eclipse in 2017. I don't believe it is wise to say that it's mere superstition. I think the wise thing to do is to take notice, to be in prayer, to be watchful, and to see it as a possible warning for America, and not just America, but the world. These signs are not isolated. They are encompassed by converging events like we have never seen, a worldwide agenda for a one-world government, a one-world religion, a one-world monetary system, the beast system. We have never seen it quite like this. So I think it's wise to be open-minded that this very well could possibly be a warning sign from the Lord.